Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. There we go. Yeah, go ahead. Do that cork popping. Here it goes. I didn't hear a sound. It was maybe silent. I maybe, I, maybe I talked over it. <laughs> a silent cork pop? Worth a shot. Welcome to Brosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros and rosé. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from Tilt at the Exton Square Mall, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. I miss that arcade so much. Me too, dude. Me too. Although, uh, was it uh, level one or whatever? Uh, the, the big place, round one. Yeah, that one. That place is pretty legit as well. Eh, big arcade that replaced uh, Tilt, the little dinky arcade on the second floor of the Exit Square Mall. Yeah, like fifteen years later. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, there's a bit of the arcade yeah. to put nothing in, useful in its place. Yeah, yeah, but, big fifteen year gap. But, but by the end of it, that's the thing. Is like by the end of it, like there was a gap in the before the nostalgia circuit for arcades happened, where uh, where tilt was just like crane machines and like money, you know, quarter munchers and everything like that for cheap toys, and that was sad to watch. It was sad to yeah. watch. It was like watching your favorite band turn into something terrible at the end I, of their career. the The Defford Mall got a round one a couple years ago, and I feel bad because a year prior, an arcade was put in the Defford Mall that was like one of those like pay to play for the whole day for free kind of places and. It's pretty much round one, just without the food and the bowling and everything. So it just sucks, yeah. essentially. Um, but I feel bad because it's like this little rinky-dink arcade with all these cool arcade cabs opens. And then a year later, there's a round one. It's like, oh. Womp, womp, yeah. Womp. Putting them out. We are again recording remotely. And this time, it's my fault. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I woke up this morning. With a with a healthy little uh, feeling head cold here, uh, all all sorts of gunky and sniffly and stuff like that. Great stuff to sit in a room for four and a half hours uh, and wheezed onto my fellow bros. So we've decided to go remote again this week for this particular brosey brunch. Brunch. 
It yeah. sounds like uh, Sean's daughter got you sick as well now, Matt, so you should probably go yell at Sean's daughter for this. Yeah. That's actually how it works, is because I spent four and a half hours online with Sean two weeks ago. I actually caught his daughter's illness, and so Sean, if yeah. you turn around and just berate your two-year-old, that would be I great. will. I'll do that in between Please. episodes. Yeah, I, I mean, if you could do it for the listener, too, because I think listeners want to hear exactly your disciplinary <laughs> style when it comes to your, your baby. Alice, like, I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, ouch, that hurts. That God, hurts. Way to Psychological tactics on your two-year-old. I like that. <laughs> Welcome, folks, to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, the premise of our show, as always, is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while enjoying a crisp, refreshing glass of wine, usually. Um, and if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, you want to email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But before we get to those questions, we've got to discuss the wines we are drinking or the beverages we are drinking. Because once again, it's a brose brunch. Uh, so, uh, Tim, let's start with you. What are you drinking this morning? So, since it's been a while since I've been on a brunch, I, of course, went with the classic Mimo, which was actually Mimo? a last-minute audible because I found a uh, Pinot Noir called Photograph, and I was like, hey, I'm going to make a ton of Nickelback jokes. This is going to be great. <laughs> yep. And then as I was walking out of the aisle, uh, this wonderful bottle of Prosecco caught my eye. Oh. It is a Josh Prosecco Rosé. Wow. And we are Legit. big lovers of the Josh name. That we are. All that of their we products. Are. Yeah, I agree with I that. Because I did also <laughs> almost buy a Josh Merlot, and I was like, no, too much Josh. And then I was proven wrong. Is that even <laughs> possible to have too much Josh? I don't think so. I, I was just, I was, it's like, I don't want it to be too much of a good thing ends up ruining it. I don't, I don't want that. Based on my elementary school experience with my bully Josh, yes, it was possible to have too much Josh. Too much Josh. Too much, Josh. Sean, what are you drinking this morning? I'm drinking. I'm also drinking a mimosa because uh, because it's brunch and also it's my birthday session. So I went with mimosas. Um, I don't remember what kind of champagne this is, but it's not very good. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a solid mimosa, but the champagne alone is pretty gross. <laughs> mm. Um, I think it was Jay Roger. I think it's Jay cool. Roger. I think so. I don't know. I'll find it for next it's, episode. It's, it's going to be a bummer when that's not the name of the champagne. It's just some stranger's name. Just catching a stray this morning. <laughs> Jay Roger, what a piece of shit. <laughs> the problem is you fancified it. It's Jay Roger. Come on now. Jay Roger. There's Rob. no R. There's no R. Oh. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an invisible R. Mm. Uh, Rich, uh, what name are you blaspheming this morning? <laughs> uh, I decided to uh, go along with everyone for just one session and drink a sort of mimosa. I'm drinking a Woodchuck Hard Cider Mimosa. Um, it is uh, cider with some OJ. Uh, I was supposed to shake it before I opened it and drank it, and I did not. But it's still good. Uh, I, enjoy- this is- I had a six-pack of this, and it was really good. I enjoy it. Word. Uh, I do have some rosé I want to try on a future episode that I got uh, from from my brother Alex Casnell, a uh, friend of the show out in Cincinnati. But uh, due to the uh, due to my my eh, feeling overall, eh, I am drinking Kahlua and coffee. Uh, coffee, the warmth, get the, get things going, get the juices going, everything like that. 
uh, <laughs> trying to make this sound as appetizing as possible, try to gross out the listener as much as possible. Uh, but yeah, so it's, um, it's good. It's Kahlua and coffee. I love Kahlua and coffee. What can I say? Um, Matt, you got those nice, sultry morning tones going right now that it's perfect. It's perfect. That rich NPR voice. Thanks, guys. Sean. Now, Rich, you have our first round of questions, correct? Yes, I do. All right. And again, brosequestions at gmail.com if you want to get your question answered on the air. Uh, But, Rich, uh, what do we got first? Uh, The first question is sort of a – there's a bracket involved on the Brose Questions Gmail, uh, but it's asking, it's getting cold out, which means it's time for soup. What is the best soup? And we have a bracket that uh, I have to go Fuck log yeah. in, I believe. Fuck you don't have yeah. to log in to see it, but you have to log in to edit it. Okay. So we need to log in, and the password, the password, by the way, is soup bracket. Uh, <laughs> for anyone who wants to log in under our email address. But here we go. So we've got this bracket here. And uh, Which I have pre-filled out because. <laughs> wait, wait! You went in and pre-filled this? Uh, well, it only had round one in. I was like, nope. Uh, I'll put my input in right now. Uh, okay. So you so filled Tim, out the full bracket. So Tim, Tim made an executive decision as the chief executive of this show. <laughs> And made these decisions for us, which, by the way, as the Congress, we are now going to veto and override uh, on a few of these occasions. But here we go. So we've got uh, we've got a 16 team bracket here. Uh, Rich, you want to run through the bracket for us, uh, each of these individual matchups? And I guess I you know, let's just do each individual matchup and then we'll make the decision on the winner. I don't even have it opened yet because I wasn't expecting this because I don't uh, look at the questions before the episode, fellas. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, actually, Tim, big cheater. <laughs> this is actually going under the radar here that Tim not only looked at the questions, but like went to the link inside, Listen. completely destroying the illusion of uh, <laughs> of improv on this show. I claim executive privilege. Come on. All right, I'll do this. Uh, so we got the fir- the one sixteen matchup. This is actually a very good seeding for this because the top seed chicken noodle, uh, the favorite in this in this region, versus the sixteen seed potato leek. I'm all chicken noodle. Same yeah. yeah, I love me a good go potato this. soup, but chicken yeah. noodle all the way. Yeah, this this is the uh, this is the the uh, the first round. Like the potato leaks, just happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> wipe the floor, the floor getting wiped clean with the chicken noodle soup. So chicken noodle moves on. Next one: beef and barley versus French onion. French onion all day. Beef and barley, baby, for sure. Oh, I'm and you know why, up. right? Wow. It's a layer of melted cheese at the top. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That makes so much more sense. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> no chance, <laughs> yeah. baby. Beef, and also, beef and barley is genuinely delicious. It's in my top five soups. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Any other votes? I have French onion for me. Okay. Um, I was going to bring this into a tie and say beef barley, but <laughs> due to the fact that I can't eat barley... I'll have wow. to go with French onion. I can't eat French Fair. onion because there's croutons in there as well, but we can do <laughs> gluten-free croutons. But French yeah. onion over beef barley. Sorry. That's fair, dog. Beef oh, barley that's... is great. It is. But hey, out look, of edibility is... factor for me, I have to go. And again, great seating because it's an 8-9 matchup. You know, that, that's mm-hmm. this is as close as you're going to get. Uh, next one, lentil versus cream of mushroom. Cream of mushroom. So I'm going lentil. Uh, I'm going look a good lentil soup. Yeah, I love a good lentil soup. Yeah, baby. I I don't like mushrooms, so I'm gonna have to go with lentil. I don't even mm. know what lentil soup is, oh, but I guys, don't like mushrooms. You guys are all, right. all sorts of wrong, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, four seed minestrone versus thirteen seed miso soup. 
Yo, Miso is gross. Miso's a waste of time. I agree. Yeah. Like just, just, yeah. It's just it's like what four tiny cubes of tofu floating around in broth. Like give me, give me a nice hearty yeah. minestrone. Yeah. Yeah. Give me give me give me a minestrone. Like I remember, I remember you get like um one of those like combo meals at the Asian restaurants and they're like oh you want wonton or miso soup it's like oh okay would you like me to just waste waste your time or do you want me to uh, to get like a, a good soup like a wonton soup yeah <laughs> give me some actual food uh, so minestrone moves on next we've got the three seed Italian wedding versus the fourteen seed vegetable soup Italian wedding all day I love Italian wedding soup I'm I'm all the way in there. Uh, I don't know if I've ever had Italian wedding soup or just mm. flat out vegetable soup, but I'll just go with Italian wedding and take your guys' word for it. Italian wedding so. is also uh, one of my wife's favorite soups. It's very good. good you know, meatballs, you know, the chicken stock, yeah. the uh, escarole or envive. Yeah, my uh, family was... makes a big pot of it every Thanksgiving, like a real big. Mm. Like the, our whole family would come over and make the little meatballs, mm-hmm. and then throw them in the giant pot, and everybody gets to take some home. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. My mom used to make escarole soup, which probably is just Italian wedding soup. That is Italian wedding soup. Probably Italian wedding soup, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Um, next, we have uh, the the 11-6 thir- matchup, Split P at 11 seed versus the 6 seed New England Clam Chowder. And this is an easy dub for Clam Chowder in my book. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Split P is just outclassed in this matchup. Honestly, you're going to be hard pressed, in my opinion, to beat New England clam chowder with any of the other soups. It's amazing. Uh, clam chowder is is bar none. Like that's my comfort soup. Like that is it's it's the kind that like uh, it was. It took me looking at the back of the chunky canned soup label and looking at like the sodium content for me to finally pull back from clam chowder after college. <laughs> but uh, but even still, boy, like a good creamy New England clam chowder is hard to beat, man. Hard to beat, oh, yeah. especially in winter. Right. Next, we got butternut squash at the seven seed versus the ten seed corn chowder. I'll have to go with some corn chowder. I'm also going corn chowder. I uh, would go uh, butternut squash. Same okay. Season. All right. Why do you guys want butternut squash? Every time I've tried corn chowder, it's just the the corn aspect of it is too sweet, and it overpowers the savoriness of the rest of the soup. That's I agree. I like it. Oh, I, I don't find it overpowering. I found it being like a nice blend. Like I love this, like the the sweet crispy corn and the saltiness and the cream. I mean that that's maybe I'm just a chowder boy, but uh, <laughs> that might just be what chowder. But chowder, uh, the, the, yeah. Every time I've tried corn chowder, it's just the the sweetness of the corn just takes over the flavor, and I'm just okay. like this this is corn soup, and that's not what I'm after. Anyone got a yeah. coin to break this matchup up, or is anybody reconsidered? No, I'm sticking uh, with not one. reconsidering. I have not reconsidered because I've never had butternut squash soup, so I just <laughs> naturally have to go with corn chowder. Mm, okay. Uh, I don't have a coin, but I have a, a stuffed octopus. Do you think that'll work? I've I've got a coin, but I'm bad at flipping coins. Do it, Richard. I'm, I'm bad Do at it. catching coins. Do it. Um, I gotta make room on my picture like Rich, like, all right, heads or tails, he flips it and his whole house collapses somehow. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so, somebody call it. Uh, all right. Well, let's do heads for squash, tails for corn chowder. It was tails for corn chowder. Yeah. Wait. No. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, Tim. Man. Tim. Tim with the Freudian slip, admitting that corn chowder the correct choice. Um, <laughs> next one: uh, cheddar and broccoli versus tomato soup. Tomato being the two seed. Cheddar and broccoli. Uh, tomato. 
I go cheddar and broccoli as well. And Matt's going tomato. See, here's the thing. I don't like either one of these. Um, <laughs> oh, tomato's bad. a little bit more palatable to me. But the thing is, I, I, I'm not willing to go to bat for tomato. Like, it's it's not that good where I'm like, I'm going to be like, yo, fuck cheddar and broccoli soup. Like, even though it's got the cheese in it and everything, like, it, it, to, to, I don't know. Tomato soup just doesn't do it for me. It's, it's just fucking ground of tomatoes and water. Like, it's just, it's, I could, it's whatever. It's, don't, I don't need that in my life. Like, it's, it's boring. It's delicious and less thick ketchup. It's, ketchup. it's miso soup, but red. <laughs> oh, you fuck off. Get the fuck out. So again, I I'm unfortunately I'm going to abstain because I don't like either one of these, which I think grants the victory to cheddar, cheddar and broccoli. Cheddar and broccoli. It does. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I'll, I will concede that that still makes sense to me because primarily why tomato soup is good is because you are also eating it with grilled cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's not a standalone. Like, I've had, uh, at Medieval Times, their tomato bisque is fantastic, but that's not soup, that's bisque. And <laughs> so... Oh, fuck off, a bisque is a soup, that's, get out. That's bisque. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a cartoon, it's an anime. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. argument and I will fight you. Alright, so that finished the uh, Sweet 16. We're up to the yeah. Elite 8. We're on the Elite 8 of soups, and now we're on to... Uh, Chicken noodle versus French onion soup. Uh, French onion, baby. Chicken noodle. Chicken noodle. I'm fight against French onion every step of the way. (laughs) Why? Because I hate the French. (laughs) I I have to tie this up with some French onion soup. My boy. All right. Why French onion over chicken noodle, Rich? It's just the onions are fantastic. And if you make a really good French onion soup, it just, it could just go a long way for both hardiness as well as um like comfort value. Like chicken noodle is great for comfort, but like if you can make a really good French onion soup, it just you don't need it for just comfort. You can have it all the time and it's like the cheese on top. I know Matt, you're not a fan of that, but that's right. just a layer of cheese on top is just great. Um yeah, I just I love I love a French onion. I mean, there's no uh, way we're wooing Matt on this one. Oh, zero yeah. chance. No. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to, you have to convince, convince me. Well, yeah, so, yeah, so then, Sean, the layer of cheese on top. Like, <laughs> I know, me. but ch- chicken noodle is the is just the the soup. It's like it's if the I'm granddaddy feeling, of soups. Yeah, if you're feeling Listen, sick, you think you chicken can't noodle. Go with social norms here, Sean. <laughs> you need to make your and, own decision. But that's the like chicken noodle is the soup, but like. The only thing I would say French onion has on top of that is that it's versatile enough to where you can have chicken noodle or I do chicken and rice uh, and my family's always done chicken and rice and it's a great soup. But just when it comes to eating soup for dinner and not needing the comfort value, I would go French onion over chicken noodle. If you want the comfort soup, if you want the comfort food, definitely go the chicken noodle. But if you just if you if you have a choice of soups in front of you that you want to eat, and it's just dinner time, and you don't need that comfort value. I'm going French onion over chicken noodle. I'm, I'm just saying, if it's chilly outside, mm-hmm. I come inside, I want to warm up with some soup, I'm going chicken noodle but, over French onions every time. Because it's easier to cook or because it's actually better? Probably because it's easier to cook. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah, no, no, so, it's better, man. 
<laughs> my, my take on this is have you ever had a bad french onion soup because like 50 50 is my chances on chicken noodle being good or bad anytime i have it mm-hmm. what that's true it is either bland as fuck perfect or stupid salty i've never had a bad french onion soup ever uh. I'll I will concede to a coin flip on this one because I'm not I don't think I can be budged from chicken noodle. Yeah, to Sean's point, uh, if you pulled like if you did like a family feud survey and said like psychologically when I say the word soup, what's the first thing you think of? Most people are thinking chicken tomato. noodle soup. It says it's, it's in the, no, they're not thinking tomato soup. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking heathen. All right, let's do That's it. Uh, Rach gets a coin flip going. Heads is uh, chicken right. noodle. Tails will be French onion. I swear to God, it is tails again. Wow. Tails never I, fails, I mean, yeah. I can I can move the webcam down to show you as if you think I'm cheating. Rich, I'm can you do it on. again until the right one wins? <laughs> it already did. All right, fine. Yeah. French onion soup in, in a a preposterous upset uh, wins in in the in the second round. So now we have lentil versus minestrone. Yeah, the five four, four matchup. The five four. Yeah, minestrone. This one's close for me. I give zero fucks about this one honestly uh, minestrone <laughs> wins but it's not like uh, i'm not dancing it, it over the finish yeah. line yeah it's this is just it, it just went it, it squeaks by because yeah it's just that much about it's this this it's one's one in point above lentil yeah <laughs> I, 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 this is going overtime for sure i'm i'm gonna go lentil because i have to but and it's I not close yeah what, what's that you're abstaining and all right I'm so i guess that because so I it's lentil all right, lentil it's it is. Lentil. It's minestrone, bro. It's minestrone. Oh, wait, my bad. Okay. I thought, I thought that... <laughs> Sorry. Matt, this isn't golf. The lower score does not win. Well, can you keep guys keep talking until you get the right answer then? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Minestrone, whatever. Uh, Italian wedding versus clam chowder. It's clam oh. chowder, baby. It's clam chowder. chowder. I do love wedding soup, but it's it's clam chowder. All right, I, I vote Italian wedding soup, but I'll I'll let you guys have it. Okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight you on it. Sean yeah. is our dissenting opinion. Dude, claim shouters on it is a heat-seeking missile on in route to the finals. Um, okay, uh, yeah, whatever the next matchup is, then we got corn chowder versus cheddar broccoli. The ten fifteen matchup. All right, I'll have to go with corn. Going cheddar and broccoli. I'll also go corn. I'm going cheddar and broccoli too. This is a contentious bracket. Yeah, it's you know, chowder, man. These yeah. two are like close to me. Like they're 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 not the same, but they're one in the same kind of uh, level. That I'm willing to concede to go to cheddar and broccoli. Just like they're both equally as good, in my opinion. So I'll mm. I'll give it to cheddar and broccoli. Mm. With a win, cheddar and nah, broccoli, unbelievable. The upset, unbelievable. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on then. We got French onion versus minestrone. Oh, I can't believe French. this is a semifinal match. <laughs> French onion, man. This French is the French fucking nightmare for all Christmas bracket all over again. <laughs> <French> <laughs> We're going to wind up with objectively not the best soup as the winner of this tournament, unless it's clam chowder. It's going to be clam chowder. All right. Um, of these two, give me minestrone. Yeah, I already put you down because I already knew what your answer was. There you go. There you go. And then clam right. chowder versus cheddar and broccoli. Clam chowder. Chowder. <laughs> Not even a question. Nope. Done. All right. And then lastly, 
Oh, this, this is the is... easiest. This is the easiest win for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I'm gonna... I am less solid on this one. I'm I'm, I'm right. a clam chowder boy. Clam chowder for sure. This is that clam chowder is the winner of this bracket. It's 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 got everything, man. It's got everything that you want to see. Especially it, since I gave up the like the comfortness of chicken noodle yeah, for yeah. French onion. Yeah, clam chowder has that comfort that I'm looking for. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, definitely clam chowder. I love it's French hearty. onion, but clam chowder wins all soups ever. Hearty, creamy, lots of, of vegetable, lots of, of 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 protein with the fish. Just tastes great. It's everything you want. It's also very easy to cook. Extremely. All right. French onion takes so much work. It does. It takes hours. The yeah, <laughs> that's that's very true. Uh, all right. So we get New England clam chowder, objectively uh, and without without fear of contradiction, the best soup. We did it, guys. <laughs> the best. It is absolutely. It. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, all right, Rich. What do we got next? All right, we got next. Um, what was the highlight of your week? Uh, the highlight of our my week. Uh, I don't know. You, you guys any highlights too. popping to mind right now? I got my. Oh, booster you got boosted. You got your booster. Nice. I scheduled my booster. Nice. Uh, I have not morning. scheduled, but I'm planning on just going to Walgreens and saying, "Give me my booster and flu shot tomorrow." Hmm. So they were supposed to give me a flu shot, and they're just like, "Nah." <laughs> All right. Nah. They're like you're fine. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I got my schedule as soon as the uh, so yesterday uh, from when we're recording this, the FDA announced uh, that Pfizer booster had been approved for all adults, and so I was like, mm. "Yeah, I'm in there, baby." So I had <laughs> yeah. booster scheduled for uh, next week, provided I'm feeling all right for it. But uh, but yeah, so that was that was exciting. It was exciting, man. It is. Nope. It is. Nope. It's. Uh, I mean, I uh, technically could have gotten it prior because of my weight, um, but I was just kind of waiting for them to call it. But because I'm going to packs unplugged in two weeks i wanted to get it sooner rather than later so even if they didn't announce it i still would have gotten it this weekend packs um unplugged. yeah it's a, it's a board game uh convention in philly um it is the 10th the weekend of the 10th I believe. Hey, no way i'm getting up for that no lame so um, was the highlight of your week um uh, yesterday, uh, I played frisbee golf. I met a guy on the course, and he was like, "Hey, you want to play with me?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he had a dog, and it was just such a nice dog. His name Jackson. It was an old dog, just kind of like waddling around everywhere. It's great, big fluffy dude, Cute. fluffy boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. seeing a puppy. C- counter question: What was the low light of your week? <laughs> hmm. Uh, okay, I can I can easily give both. The low was Thursday night on stream. I was playing Super Mario World, and fuck that game. Uh, just <laughs> flat out, fuck that game. Uh, it was World 6, and I could barely get through four levels in the course of an hour and a half to two hours. And I had also went from 51 to 49 followers on Twitch that day as well. So it's just all out. I was... Yelling at the game, I was getting mad. I ended stream an hour early because I just was not having fun. I was not having a good time. I was just in a really overall bad mood. I knew I probably shouldn't have played that day because I was like going into it in a bad mood. I've been a little stressed uh, financially over the past couple of weeks. That like that was just going into it even more. Um, so yeah, that's my low. 
my high is um, yesterday we played D&D and my players completely ruined all of my plans and it made me so proud of them. Um, John. Thank you. That was Drew. Boy. It was it was Drew and it was uh, our buddy Druton and uh, pretty much I had this plan where like they were going to encounter these enemies and then an enemy was going to go warn others that they were on their way and then they were going to start this process uh, while they were trying to find their way to the final enemies, uh, but instead they broke into like the the dungeon from the outside and like were just super creative with how to get through things, and ended it to where the enemies who were supposed to start summoning did not start summoning, and this is like an hour long ritual, so they're about to fight these enemies who still have to summon this ultimate enemy, and so it's just. I was really proud of them. It was a great session. I had a good time. Uh-huh. And uh, like creatively for D&D, I haven't been really doing all that well writing-wise. Even with uh, the, the podcast. That like to get reinvigorated with that like got me back into wanting to do a lot more DMing and D&D writing. Nice. I went up a notch on my weightlifting on Tuesday. Hell yeah! And it hurt, but it was good. Uh, (laughs) It's a good pain. So it was, 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 yeah, yeah, good gains, dude. Just gains. Just slowly evolve into like being the gains bro on this podcast. (laughs) Yo, gains, come on! Uh, But no, it was was a good week for that, and uh, I had a decent run. So I'll say the high points were uh, were more in the the physical aspect of things, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then. my low point was waking up sick. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, which, you know, rel- relatively speaking, uh, things could be worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Tim, my, did you, my, you, 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 you use booster, right? Yeah. My, my high point was booster. My low point is why I asked this question because it's just a funny fucking story. <laughs> um, so like when you're going number two, it takes a while sometimes and like you get bored, you'll start watching stuff. And then if you're there too long, like, Oh, maybe your leg falls asleep. Like, not terribly unusual. Not, not, it it happens. I've gotten used to walking on a foot that's asleep on my left foot. And uh, apparently last night, I forgot how to do that. So I have fucked up my ankle and fell immediately on my face. <laughs> is is, is this why your wife posted uh, that you're a dumbass? Yes. Or that she Martha married a dumbass? This is why Martha posted that she married okay. a dumbass. Okay. So uh, we're gonna see how icing it goes. It's it's not fun to walk on, and uh, but we don't think it's broken since I can still move my toes and there's no major bruising or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm a dumbass. I'm <laughs> sorry that your ankle hurts. I hope you feel better. However, also this is objectively hilarious. Uh, <laughs> that's why I needed to share this story. Injured, injured yourself. Uh, injured yourself on see, the John. <laughs> so a little a little behind the scenes, your wife had texted the three of us and said. Ask my husband why he's an idiot or a dumbass. And I was yeah. like, is this a brose or bros question? She was like, both. So I was going to use that as a take today and be like, hey, Tim, if you didn't talk about it, why does your wife call you a dumbass? But I mean, Because it's objectively true. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, true. Uh, Good high points, that, that's, that's That's great. Uh, Sean, you, you shared your highs. Did you want to share low or... Uh, my low was, uh, I got yelled at at work by somebody who isn't my boss, like they were my boss. You know mm. what I mean? 
Yeah, the worst, just the worst kind of thing. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Like yell back at them? (laughs) Like that's Uh, not them in the throat. Yeah, Yeah. that is the only appropriate response. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, rough. So I'm sorry. Is your name on my paychecks or no? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, Uh, Rich. What's next? Uh, Next question. Um, Ethically speaking. What culpability do these kids have for Frosty the Snowman's death? That's such a fucked up question. Zero. (laughs) Frosty, immediately upon becoming alive, is aware of of his mortality. He says, let's go before I melt away. Dude knows. Dude knows the game. No culpability. His natural life cycle. His natural life cycle, he was going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So there's no kids. Kids are are fine. Kids kids gave Frosty the gift of life for a scant few hours, uh, allowed him to to run around, have fun, thumb his nose at local law enforcement, and uh and and gave him maybe not a long life but a full life. Yeah, I would I would say I agree because the kids did not know the hat was magic. And therefore, they did not know he was going to become alive when they put it on him. Therefore, they have zero culpability of the ethical ramifications of him dying at the end of this, the, the movie because they didn't know he was going to come to life um, and be a sentient snow mound of snowman. This is a weird question. <laughs> the, only, the, only, the only thing the kids have any sort of blame for is making his nose food. Yeah, rude. you already had you made his face his mouth made out of coal and you had you gave him like what I believe is a real pipe. Right. And well, a scarf. It, it should be it should be a, a button nose. Yeah. It's corncob pipe and button nose. And oh, yeah, 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 button nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. Oh, uh, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. I'm thinking of traditional snowman. Um, yeah. Traditional nose. snowman is 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 um, eh, it's still not a great nose, but I'll take it. But also like. The, where do you get that big red button from? Like that doesn't look like a button. It looks more like a ball. Um, mm, fair totes. Fair. No, these kids are cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think they have too much responsibility on his his. No, not death. at all. Not, not at all. And, and no. to try to pin this on sweet innocent children like yeah. this. <laughs> and they they even did everything they could to save his life. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, we got to get you to the ice truck or to the ice train and and make sure you're always safe. Like they tried, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, they, the kids aren't murderers. No, the kids didn't no. didn't bring Frosty into this world to take him out. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, Rich, what do we got next? Uh, next is working on anything exciting lately. Kids, a culpability these kids have for Frosty. <laughs> Man, it's so stupid. Uh, it's going to stick with me all day. Like, my God. Uh, working on anything exciting lately. Uh, yes. Welcome to Taste Fakers. I'm Mad Kaz Nell. Uh, so I'm working on that. Um, stuff around the house, mostly. It's, it's, it's Taste Fakers. It's Brose. Um, I'm working on anything else lately. I haven't had time for it. It's been a fucking mm-hmm. busy couple of weeks. Did some traveling, finally. Uh, nice. last week. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing as far as personal work. Like there's been stuff going on at my job, but like yeah, nothing, nothing personal project mm-hmm. besides this and taste fakers and, uh, cooking food. <laughs> mm-hmm. How about you guys? Uh, I mean, I've, I'm the same. Like my weekends have been so booked up that 
with the exception of like doing the streaming and then the the uh the D podcast and everything it's it's all everything's normal i do have plans on doing some let's plays on youtube and stuff of certain games but i need time to record those and then edit them and i have no time lately to record or edit anything like that right now so yeah, we get lazy as a brose because we don't have to do any of the editing now. But uh, the <laughs> editing process for for podcasting and everything like that, like, is a lengthy process to do some of yeah. that. Sometimes trim trim the fat, get the spaces out, you know, cut out all the conspiracy theories you've laid out, um, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Sean, what are you working on lately? Cut cut out every time Matt mentions he ran a marathon. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's why the that, I mean that's why these episodes are only an hour long instead of six. Exactly. <laughs> Because I usually recount the marathon every time we get together. Yeah. Every single time. Mile by mile. Step yeah, by yeah. step. Did I tell you guys about the kids with the Skittles on the side of the road? Yeah, like 90 <laughs> times, dick. Uh, Sean, you working on anything lately? Um, Not really. I've just been relaxing mostly. Working I, on I raising got, kids. Yeah, do that, doing that. That's a lot. So that's the thing that I'm working on, raising my children. <laughs> <laughs> you want anything exciting lately that's exciting yeah it's a very long-term project yeah, yeah. Like, well i'm working on raising alice but like i wouldn't call that exciting like that's not an exciting <laughs> project uh yeah it's, it's fine i mean that's a full-time job man yeah uh tim are you working on anything exciting lately uh no no the last three weeks have, uh at work have been like absolute garbage mm-hmm. and not because the job is bad it's just like Everybody woke up and they're just like, I'm going to make someone's life miserable today. And everybody picked me. Uh, so are you the guy yelling at people who are, who you aren't the boss of from other departments? <laughs> no, no. Did you email uh, Sean this week? <laughs> yeah, I, I did. not. Mm. Uh, but I, I did have to take someone. I was like, are you done? Can I finish my sentence now and tell you why you're wrong? And that you're going to do what I asked you to do anyway? Mm. Uh, they did not like that, but I didn't give a fuck <laughs> because <laughs> I was right. So that's the, them's the breaks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So essentially uh, I've just been coming home and just trying to unwind and relax and doing projects is not a relaxing thing for me. Yeah. Unless it's like, this is a dumb thing I want to work on, but I don't have any dumb things I want to work on right now. What dumb so thing no. would you be working on if you had the opportunity? I still have a few Segas I could fix up. Nice. Sega! Like some art-ish projects that I'm just like, nah. Can you make a Sega Genesis or or rig a Sega Genesis so that when you press the power button, it does that Sega thing every time before the (laughs) game does it? So like it's like a a separate like speaker in the front. So it's just like Sega every time you turn it on. Even if you're playing like, I don't know, like Golden Axe or something. Like something that doesn't have that Probably. little chime at the beginning? Probably. I just have to find the, the file, put it on a little, essentially speaking, yeah. thingy bad, and then just leech a little bit of power off the power. Boom. Button. Done. Yeah. You'd have to, yeah. It wouldn't be too hard. You just have to program it to only do once per t- power cycle and not yeah. Yeah, that, constantly. The problem is getting it to not just completely <laughs> do it all over. It, what you need to do, though, is set it up so that on occasion it's the T Rex roar from the. Uh, Jurassic Park game when he says Sega, he roars. It's supposed to be when the Sega uh, logo comes up. 
Just on occasion, just randomly, he roars instead of Sega. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd be willing to pay more. Sega and then immediately go into Sonic tunes without, like, Sonic even being the game. Yeah. Batman forever. Uh, all right, uh, Rich. Everybody said something they're excited about working on, yeah? Yeah. All right, Rich, yeah, what's next? Yeah. Um, what makes people believe absurd conspiracy theories? They're stupid. Because it's easier to, because it's nice to think that there's like a, there's a why behind everything. And that thing that nothing happens by random chance, which it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's this, it's like, it's like people, not, not to say that pe- mm-hmm. this is the only reason people believe in God, but it's like, you just want to have, they want, you want something to be beyond. Mm-hmm. It, it's scary. It's scary if random things that are bad just happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Some people just need an explanation for the unexplainable and they find it in the most ridiculous ways. Yeah, it's easier to blame and, like the it's easier to look at like all the disasters and blame like the Rothschilds instead of being like, you know, sometimes you know, the train doesn't stop when it's supposed to or sometimes, you know, people get laid off or something like that. It's easier to just blame them. Yeah. Yeah. I also see it typically linked with pretty much the idea of I'm an independent thinker. And it's like, no, you're not that special. You're just a fucking idiot. <laughs> and you want to make yourself feel special by being like, no one else knows this. I'm the only one smart enough to see it. Except that you're in the same list as a bunch of other, I'm not going to say crazies, because that implies that they have a medical, uh, a mental medical issue of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas they're just actively making this decision to believe in something that is unfathomably bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's almost like a camaraderie in it, like, or or that you're an independent thinker, but like, hey, you're part of this wiser group. This these people that aren't gonna take what's being spoon fed to them. Like, there's a there's a utility you get from thinking that you're part of that group. Don't be a sheep, man. Oh yeah, wake up. Actually, being sheep. Yeah, yeah. Mm. To the dumbest thing possible. Being led to the YouTube channel of 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 wisdom. (laughs) Uh, Any other uh, conspiracy theory thoughts? Conspiracy theory theories. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It's just, yeah, they're stupid people primarily. Man, the last yeah. few years have ruined conspiracy theories for me. Yeah. Like, it used to be so much fun. Yeah. yeah. It's like a funny that's, thing to talk about. Now it's just Levine like, oh, no. is absolutely dead. What's that? Avril Lavigne is dead. Yeah, she's definitely dead. Yeah. Avril Lavigne is dead and was replaced. Yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. So was Paul McCartney. Um, yeah, but see, here's the problem: is like Paul McCartney and Avril Lavigne are definitely dead. That's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. There's no conspiracy. But that was fun That's to believe real. five years ago, and now you could make like a cogent political platform off of that and run for office in like Nebraska. Yeah, it, it'd like, be uh, let's see, dead and on, where it's like everyone's dead instead dead of on. QAnon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dead and on. <laughs> the primary plank, <laughs> the, the primary plank, my two primary planks are owning the libs and finding Paul McCartney's body. <laughs> Uh, Rich, what's next? Uh, next question is how far away from the singularity are we? Do you think we're five years away, but in the other direction? It already happened, baby. <laughs> uh, uh, how far away from the singularity are we, I, guys? That's. I mean, I haven't seen any quirks yet, so we're, we're pretty far <laughs> off. That's that's like it's a tricky question to answer because it depends on what you mean by the singularity because the singularity could be multiple different things technological uh as as well as like natural and everything like that i personally i adhere to the fact that there will be a technological singularity where everything will become 
machine, and we are a long ways away from that. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I don't think we're, I don't think we're close, at least with technology. I can't wait for Ghost in the Shell to be real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Once uh, Gary Kasparov got his ass kicked by that robot, uh, I I feel like we 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 were on a fast track to the robot singularity coming very soon. The, the countdown. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, man. If we, if, yeah, if we, if Kasparov doesn't stand a chance, if Ken Jennings can't beat Watson, then like, what chance do any of us have? <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know. I mean. I mean, the real answer is it's probably a couple hundred years away. Like we still have very dumb robots right now, but, um, but I don't know. Even, even with Watson beating, uh, or winning in jeopardy, AI itself is such a still new technology that it's way, way imperfect. And it's just, it's. It's well, not Watson still thought Watson also still thought that Toronto was in the United States, so let's cool yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulled up the wrong Wikipedia. Page. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, like, but that was great. Do you guys remember? Did you guys watch that when it happened? The the Jeopardy match no. with Watson. No. Like like it was, it was no. It was clearly going to win. Well, yeah. It was the problem is like in retrospect, it was clearly a big like IBM like promotion. Mm-hmm. Like you know, here's our technology and everything. Like now, Watson's like helping us out with fantasy football trades. But uh, but at the time when it answered, like it was it was it was kicking Brad Rutter and Ken Jennings ass up and down the street. But in Final Jeopardy, it said, what is Toronto? But it had like 95 question marks after it. <laughs> it was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know. Is this funny? very much blue? And then and then, it, you know, resumed kicking their asses again the next night. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We're a couple hundred years away from the robot singularity, but it's coming. Yeah. We already yeah. had Smarter Child, guys. <laughs> you had what? Smarter Child. Smarter Child. Oh, you remember Smarter Child from AOL? No. It's uh, everybody's favorite chat buddy. So Smarter Child, for anyone who doesn't remember, is uh, if you had AOL Instant Messenger, you could instant message this bot account named Smarter Child and have like what in like 1999 approximated a legitimate conversation with this robot. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and yeah, and then we're on our way. And now we have Alexa in every room of our house. Yeah, yeah, Uh yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on the singularity? Nah, uh, it's, it's, it's coming. It's yeah. it's it's a neat concept to think about, but it's we're a long ways away, even with how technology dependent we are. This is my uh, my, my wife has been terrifying waiting for the singularity for years. She's like, it's coming. This is like a big thing. Like right when we started dating, she was like, yo, I've been reading about this. It's coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rich, what's next? And what what makes Jenna believe in that conspiracy theory? Uh, what makes her think of that conspiracy theory? Uh, because she's a genius and she knows she knows that it's definitely coming. <laughs> she's like, look, man, I've seen the light. Uh, what's next, Rich? Uh, what do you like to do while you drink? Dance, sing, eat, talk, or something else? Uh, I'm sing. If I'm drunk, I'd like to sing. It's definitely not dance. All of the above. Yeah, it's everything but dance. <laughs> yeah, dancing is reserved for weddings only. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. if I rank them, the most likely I'm willing to do more is talk, followed by eat, followed by sing. Mm-hmm. Although those are the, those are in a clear tier above dance um, for me. I'll just I'll just spout off anything while I'm it's, talking. I mean, if I'm ranking it, it's sing, eat, talk, dance. Whatever else you might do after that. 
I really don't eat much when I drink, which is part of the problem. Uh, so that's pretty low. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're falling off a toilet while you're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was completely sober. Thank you very much. Ooh, sure boy, you that, were. That makes it worse. <laughs> I I did all my drinking Thursday. I didn't need to drink yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah. Is there anything else that you guys do frequently while you're drinking? Playing social games. Yeah. Yeah. Social games, as in like like Among Us. Honestly, uh, honestly, any game that involves other people. Oh, yeah, okay, just, right, right. because then it's just hilarious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like I if deception is involved. It's also hilarious because either you get much better at it or much worse <laughs> at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh I like to um play racing games while I drink so I can feel like a badass and drink and drive. Um, but only, it's only in video games. I don't do it in real life. Appreciate that. Except for except for when I have to go food shopping today. Yeah, and then and then we loaded going to to uh <laughs> to shop right around the corner. Uh, all right. What's next, Rich? Uh, let's see. We have a long boy submitted to us uh, by Gene Person. Hmm. Says, "Hey, bros, haven't written a question in a while, but just got an email from me, and was reminded of how great we all are." Uh, anyway, uh, my brain is addled because I'm writing a book, working full time, being a caregiver to a child full time, and actively podcasting. So I'm pre- spread pretty thin. I still, however, managed to think of a question for us. For you guys. What is, in your opinion, the worst infomercial product of all time? This can be a product we've covered on the Podcast Shopping Network segment or something else. Fair disclosure, uh, if it's new to me, me, I'll probably feature it on the segment, thus ripping off your content and passing as my own like a uh, dastardly villain of old. I'll give credit where it's due, though because I'm actually not so dastardly or villainous, I've got the old part down though. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I submitted to him something for the shopping network earlier this week that I saw on Amazon. I was like, this is perfect for you guys. Uh, and so he, he was, I think it's going to be in next week's episode. Uh, but yeah, what, uh, can you remember any terrible infomercials? Um, well, shouts to Gene person ones? for writing a book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is. Fuck he's yeah, been man. talking about it there. They had a bit on a episode a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it was a bit or if it was just legitimate, but like he didn't prepare or prepare show notes for that episode at all because he's been so focused on outside life that like when they were doing their first news segments or their like their headline segments, he kept uh, repeating Greg's from the previous one. It was great. It was a (laughs) great bit. Strong. That sounds like something I would do. (laughs) Uh, All right. So. Uh Uh, what in your world, in your opinion, is the worst infomercial product of all time? I mean, two immediately jumped to, to my mind from uh, from their podcast shopping network segment, which would be sauna pants, because why the <laughs> fuck would I wear sauna pants? I'm a man who wears shorts all year round. I don't need sauna pants. I'm already too hot. Um... And then there was one where it was like a $40 chocolate milk mixer. And literally, that was the point. It's like, because spoons are too dangerous and too difficult, this will mix your chocolate milk for you. I'm like, that is so dumb. And it was all, it was like $20 or $40 or something ridiculous like that. I was like, because spoons, the technology is too difficult. Mm. They're dangerous. Yeah. You're going to get a spoon in your eye. Oh, man. 
so those two immediately jumped out at me. The kitchen stuff. And made me laugh thoroughly while they were on the show. The kitchen stuff is good because there's so many of those weirdo gadgets. Mm. And I'm blanking on like specific ones, but they're always like, this thing only makes a crepe. It's always something like that, but I cannot remember any specific <laughs> yeah, ones offhand. It's a, a lot of a lot of the kitchen infomercial things are single use items that take up way too much space, mm-hmm. and you 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 don't need them because you could figure something else else out with it. It's great. Mm. Uh, the only thing I can think of right now that's coming to mind, and they're not bad. Well, they might be bad. Are the Ronco products? The set it and forget it. Um, uh. You leave George Popeil's George Popeil. Said it and forget it. You leave him alone. <laughs> it's, it, but like, I'm not saying these are bad, but it's like the commercials themselves because they're like two hours long. Oh yeah, yeah. and it's like you got to see all the different things it can do. But it's like you, you, it's it starts with the the set it and forget it rotisserie, and then you're just getting knives as well. Like, but wait, there's more, and oh, yeah. it is the yeah. epitome of but wait, there's more. Because yeah. you start off buying this rotisserie and you end up with a 46 knife set as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Let me figure it to the ones that are like, <laughs> this was, it's like a GIF online. I can't remember the name of the uh, the product that they were selling. But like the mom's handing, like putting a pizza down, like a pizza she got from takeout mm. for her family. And the whole family's like live it with the mother for, for getting them to take out pizza like the father's like ready to walk out the kids are disgusted and i'm like yo man i love some rocco's pizza right now like what do you mean they just just can't stand her but i cannot i, I don't know what the product was it was a, clearly a kitchen yeah. item to make it things easier for the mom who can only it's the only person who's capable of doing the cooking in the household to, exactly. uh, to produce to produce for the family <laughs> um the ones that, that keep coming to mind for me are like those like jumbo cd sets of like classic music oh, like, like yeah. classic rock or r&b or something like here's motown's finest but it's like 400 discs somehow like they're always like a preposterous amount like and every one of them has duke of earl on it <laughs> like no matter what the package is you can't give yeah. these motel motown's finest if every motown song is in this collection come yeah, on but it's, it's it's finest is somewhere in there you just got to find it somewhere between disc two and 86 uh, those are always the ones that I like the most, or like the um, like the new wave ones that have uh, sail away, not not a come sail away from sticks, but the what is it? Oh, Orinoco flow, Orinoco flow. That's the name yeah. of the song. I think it's Enya. <laughs> yeah, sail away, oh, sail away, sail away. <laughs> yeah, those packages. Every one of those when you have when you get one of those packages, it always includes Dirk Averill and it always has Orinoco flow on it. Those are the two songs on every one of those like paid programming call now, and you can get like the warner music collection or something yeah i love those sean what's your favorite uh bad infomercial product or the worst infomercial product of all time uh, i think do you remember the cami secret <laughs> yes because i'm looking at a video what is the cami <laughs> secret sean it's like a little napkin that i just want to re- i just want to start by saying that by the name i don't like where this is going <laughs> It's 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 like a little napkin looking thing that women strap to their bra straps to make them more <laughs> modest if they're wearing camisoles. Oh. Oh yeah. And the commercial literally starts out with this woman with a deep V uh like green blouse and like clearly talking to her boss and the boss just keeps going boobs 
<laughs> and just staring at her tits. Yeah. And then she starts with like, sexual assault. And, and yeah. then she's just like adjusting. Are you tired of your boss got, like, committing a, a crime? <laughs> because clearly it's her yeah. that he's yeah. an asshole and a pig. And a chauvinist. That's a that's a good I just remembered one. Um and I, I Gene, if you if if you haven't done this already, you might have to look up the name of the product. But it's a product that like colors the uh colors your cat's asshole. <laughs> like I swear to you, because it's like it's a product that like they, they, the the whole pitch is like, aren't you sick of looking at your cats like chocolate starfish? Like you know, this weird like five starred friend, and then it's like it's a product that either it's I don't know if it's a bleach or something, but it's literally like it's like you bleach your asshole, but it's for your cat. Um. <laughs> And I, I, there's a commercial for it. I didn't see it on live TV, but I did see it online. Uh, and I promise you it is an actual product. It is not something that somebody made up. Uh, so it, that would probably be the worst one because it's just like. Twinkle Tush. Twinkle Tush. Oh, that's, that's it. Different. Twinkle Tush. No, Twinkle Tush is a sparkly butt plug. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Tim, well, you have to there... clo- you, Tim, you got to close out your Amazon wish list and go to the Google to find this item. <laughs> Uh, aren't there ones that like they're like hooks that like hang on the cat's tail and it's like a little bedazzled gem that hangs over the little butt oh maybe that's it maybe it's not um, bleach maybe it's like a cover for the oh, that's what this is i just assumed it was a butt plug no it, like yeah <laughs> it's it, it is probably what you're talking about matt uh yeah, and, yeah, yeah it, that, it, those things the idea of the ridiculous. product was they're supposed to remedy just the absolute, you know, it just it pitched to you how foul and disgusting and terrible your cat's butthole is, and you have to remedy it somehow. And here's what we're doing with it. That's probably the worst one because it's just like that one. There's no amount of money you could pay. Like, look, my cat's asshole sucks. It's a bad item. I, I is not my is my my least favorite part of my cat. But no, I'm there's no dollar amount that I'm willing to pay to to try and fix that. It's just it's a butt. It's a butt. That's how butts work. What? Yeah. I just pictured that thing in like two weeks, and it's like, why isn't it twinkling anymore? Because it's covered in shit. Boom! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff your cat. <laughs> Close your cat up. Um, any other items, or shall we move on? Let's move uh, on. Let's, let's Good to hear from Gene. Uh, Good yeah. to hear from Gene. Wrap it up, yeah. Rich. All right. Uh, guess what time it is, fellas? Uh, time for bed. Yeah, I I'm I'm there with you. Let's 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 go. All right, for Tim Hansen, uh, Rich Sweet, and Sean Over. Okay, <laughs> it's time for us to remake that Sail Away song, and it's time for bed. Time for bed. Time for bed. It is. It is. Orinoco. It's the Roadshow Bros. Bing, 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 bing. And it is a. Just totally took the steam out of Richie's. I am assuming, Matt, you still have not found the bell. There's been no, it, it, it's it, lack of object permanence. The moment we stopped talking about the bell last time, I, I forgot it existed for like two years. I love it. Um, so, uh, I, once again, the uh, PBS website was down. So, I Ooh. opened up the answer key. You guys go check uh, addendum. And uh, I have the answers to all of the, the uh, objects. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys, uh, go ahead, guess what they are, what they're valued, and I'll let you know who's right or wrong. So the first uh, one we'll is s- Tim Hansen's drawing of an archery target. <laughs> now, I thought... I've re- <laughs> That's what I was going to say, is something, a poor rendition of an archery target, but I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be fireworks. 
It's a cat's butthole. It might be, yeah. <laughs> exactly. With, with a twinkle you, tush. With a tushy twinkle. If you stare at it too long, it turns into a vortex that takes you into the great beyond. <laughs> it is It is a, is a cat's yeah. butthole. It's a twinkle tush cat's butthole. Um, and what would you value this at? Uh, I would value it at $10. Uh, <laughs> it's probably worth, I don't know, 300 Rem- Remember, these are on the top page. The, the top page of the PBS uh, uh, I don't care. website. Out of principle, I'm saying the $300. Time, there was a bunch of stuff that was real expensive and then something that was like $20. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Matt, you're going 300 300 right. Get Tim. it out of my sight. 2000 Sean. Uh, $4,000. Um, by, um, what's the word? Uh, by chance, uh, Sean, you are the closest. Uh, to one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars retail. Um, <laughs> this is a no, Forest nice. Best oil painting, circa nineteen fifty. This is a waste of one hundred twenty-four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. <laughs> uh, this this just reminds me that if you say a kindergartner's work was done in nineteen fifty, mm. you can make a shit ton of fucking money. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, next we've got a table which looks like it has uh the feet of some sort of bird creature. Um, however the 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 toes aren't webbed at all, so it's kind of creepy. It's very creepy. Yep. They're also pointed in opposite directions, which for balance makes sense, but as legs on an aminal. An, an aminal. <laughs> the legs on an aminal, it don't make sense. This table looks funny. <laughs> it, chicken legs. Chicken ah. legs. So uh, what do you guys, uh, I'm just going to say, I'm going to ask you, what would you appraise the chicken leg table at? $30,000. Okay. Ten grand. Okay. Uh, ninety thousand oh, dollars. Matt, you are the closest with going over at seven thousand dollars auction price for the chicken leg table. Chicken That's table. right, baby. Oh, uh, <laughs> next up, we've got. Uh, it looks to be a uh, bracelet of sorts. Um, the it is a. It's a snack. It's a, it's snake. a snake's it head. Is. Yeah, it's a, it's a snake adorable snake's bracelet. head that is going to hypnotize you. Oh, the the table was a Maret Opinium Tracheosha table, circa nineteen seventy nine. The snake bracelet. Yes. Uh, that's a that's a vicious looking snake right there. Mm-hmm. It is. It's pretty. God. He's a cute little snake. Yeah. Who wears a bracelet like this? Honestly, I would. Uh, but for what? Purpose? I would wear. I don't know. It just looks cool. That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 what, what role do you have either at like work or in society where like this thing should be something that you're wearing? I'm a nerd who Slipping. wears wizard shirts. I'm thinking about taking this into like a conference. <laughs> <laughs> like a, they had a merger or acquisition or something like that and being like, yo, <laughs> give me your company. That's, that's how you let them know like. Listen, I'm Slytherin too. We yeah, predator. <laughs> uh, all right, how much is this snake bracelet worth, guys? Yep, three thousand dollars. The, w- the only way I can see it being stupid expensive is if all that green are emeralds, and I don't think they are. Forty thousand. So, Sean, what'd I you said say? three thousand. I'm gonna go fifteen k. This is a Margot de Taxco snake bracelet, circa 1950, valued closest to Sean with going over at $600 auction. $600? Oh, yep. man. 
Uh, Even after I said the only way it'd be stupid expensive is if they're emeralds, and I still put <laughs> it. I'm starting uh, to lose last, faith in the roadshow appraisers here. Last we got, uh, it seems to be some sort of gown. Uh, very fancy. Uh, it was, would be like a maroonish color uh, with maybe some gold. No, it's probably white. Uh, white and red flowerings on the outsides of it. What do you mm. guys think? Well, we I can only see the top half. Nice yeah, that's that's all you got. That's all you got. That that's dumb. That's all I'm paying for then. <laughs> Show me the bottom half, coward. Uh, uh, this is a nice looking robe. It is. Looks, it is a very comfy. nice looking robe. Mm-hmm. It's got the floral designs on the outside. Some nice, like very regal looking. Uh, clothing. I'm not good at appraising clothing. I'm not good at appraising anything. Who am I kidding? Uh, <laughs> twenty five grand. I'm gonna do two. You say twenty five grand? Yeah. Good. I was gonna go twenty five hundred. Uh, but now realizing yeah. the error of your ways. <laughs> Watch, I'm gonna be completely wrong. It's gonna swing the other way. Again. Uh, I'll go twenty two thousand. Okay. Uh, this is a Chanel Opera Cape circa 1920. Matt, since you're only buying the top half, you were spot on because it's valued for the entire thing at 45 to 50,000 retail. That's right. <laughs> so it's about Chanel, 20 baby. to 25,000. All right. Yeah. For, uh, for what I want. Yeah. For, for only the top half. Yeah. Just take a set of shears to that baby. <laughs> <laughs> so that right. was our uh, Roadshow Lightning Round. Uh, I will. Probably not post these because I don't really know how to do lightning rounds when we have them. I'll try to figure out a way. But I believe in you. That was that was that was fun. Uh, good stuff, everybody. We did it. We did it. We did. We did it. Yeah. Does anyone have a closing thought or a take? I don't think I have one right now. Tim, no, nope. not one that I can openly say in my location. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, all right. I guess we could wrap it. Yeah, a nice full episode here. We yeah. provide people with plenty of content here. We got some Gene person worked in, so uh, mm-hmm. let's call it a day. Uh, Rich, if people want to see any opinions that you don't feel comfortable spouting about in your own house, uh, where can people find you on Twitter? At B underscore Walnuts. How about you, Sean? Uh, hey, it's SOB. And you, Tim. Uh, Tim R. Hansen. You can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks as always to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel who designed our world famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or at our shop on Etsy.com. And our theme music is the song When by Steven Siebert. And you can find Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. All right, it's time for some plugs, everybody. Rich, what's going on with all your streaming, your podcast, your yeah, yeah, da, 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 da. Uh, twitch.tv slash B underscore walnuts. I stream Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, generally from 7 to 10 o'clock. A variety streamer and might do some D&D prep streaming as well. Because finally at www.one-quest.com, we have started releasing our bonus action tabletop podcast. Probably about f- four episodes out at the moment. It's, re- it's released bi-weekly on Mondays as well as PodQuest Weekly on uh, uh, Wednesday, Thursdays, 
Uh, so come check us out on uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. All can be found at onequest.com. Sean, what about your Frisbees? Whoosh. I'm throwing them at OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is OB underscore Disc Golf. I co-host the Taste Fakers podcast with my brother Alex Casnell. We, uh, at the time we're recording this, just dropped an episode a week ago uh, where we discussed the different the similarities between Tom Waits' Swordfish Trombone, the Trombones, and Thrice's album Visu. Uh, shortly, you're going to get ones that compare Run the Jewels and System of a Down, George Jones, and uh, Craig Finn. Uh, hell, man, we're doing an episode on fucking Captain Beefheart, uh, and boy... <laughs> You got to buckle in for that one. It's going to be weird. Uh, so we're going to do Captain Beefheart and his magic band, uh, an episode on him and not very long from now. But if you ever want to find comparisons between two albums that are seemingly unrelated or just want to hear some discussion about some great music, uh, you want to check out the Taste Fakers podcast. We come out every two weeks on Thursdays uh, on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And Tim... Let's talk about our friends Gene and Greg Person of the Anchor Persons Podcast. What are they? What are those guys up to, man? Greg and Gene, my favorite brother sister wives or husbands or whatever they are, uh, giving giving you the entertaining news you didn't know you needed, and not entertainment news, entertaining news because they take the funny stories that you didn't know you needed to hear and throw in some great puns and some great takes, and they're just gonna keep you laughing. From their hilarious things they find for the podcast shopping network, the funny like animal bullshit that they find, like the I think there's a lobster that literally just spits vinegar and it's just ridiculous. Uh, to Spanish art restoration and food crimes, which I mean, Richie and I will sometimes disagree that some of them are food crimes, but like it's a great segment. <laughs> Get better, Greg. <laughs> My, uh, we were at the. Uh, but it's if you, if you like our sense of humor and our, our mirthy style, you're gonna love these guys. We were at the uh, the zoo in Cincinnati uh, last week, and my father was just appalled when we were at the reptile room, appalled at the uh, the, the the reptile that spits venom in, in uh, it's it's a predator's eyes to escape. He's uh, like, oh my god, that the sounds horrifying. <laughs> has he has he never seen Jurassic Park before? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> come on. Um, the uh, the Anchor Persons podcast, great guys over there, Greg and Gene. Uh, check them out uh, on all major podcasting platforms. All right, guys, say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. Bye. Deuces. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. Okay. Okay. Good boys. <laughs>